Welcome back to another episode of Comedians in Bed. And I'm laughing because we have another great comedian here with you as always. We have a very, very funny, funny, talented guy all the way from California. When I seen his videos on IG, I was like, yeah, man, I have to go ahead and get this man on the show. Luckily, he said yes. Thank you for his time. Thank you, thank you. Everybody, please give it up for our next guest joining the show, Brandon Sandwich. Everybody, <laughs> thank you, thank you. I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. No, happy y'all, to be here. happy to be. Here. <laughs> I was, we was laughing because he asked, "Could he roll up before while well, he's on the show?" And uh, I'm high right now, so we're you're good. <laughs> <laughs> good, good, good. Brandon. Oh, man. What's going on with you, man? Oh, I'm, I'm great, man. I got a. I'm actually going to the Hollywood Improv tonight to help uh, produce a show. Uh, my my friend Jeremy Gumbo, mm-hmm. he uh, he produces a show at the Hollywood Improv in the lab called the Better Late Than Never Show. Yeah, and he's actually like my mentor. He's teaching me how to <clears throat> how to produce and stuff. So that's where I'm learning all my production skills from what got what got you on the uh producer just getting into comedy really um like i just i, I want to learn everything there is about comedy you know like i'm not trying to be famous or get everybody to know me my my whole goal in comedy is to just be fucking good like undeniably funny anywhere i go i'm I'm okay, you know. Like I'm, I'm killing anywhere. That's that's my goal. Um, I just love it, man. I, I mean, I'm sure you understand what I mean. Yeah, yeah. So you know what I mean. Like it's not, it's not really about being famous as much as getting your 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 perspective out there. You know what I mean? And like just telling people how you feel from your from your eyes, how you see the world. Hey, man, the goals get off the nine to five. <laughs> Over you? Yeah, that's. I don't that's, know, man. Like, I, I like my nine to five. That's why. I don't what, know, what, I like what, what's your nine to five? Bro, I sell solar panels to contractors. Oh well, I, mean, I wouldn't. Like, get, I wouldn't get out that field just yet. It's the most chill job. Like, yeah, yeah, I love it. Um, but yeah, I mean, if I could do comedy full time, definitely. But like yeah. I don't care. That's 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 something I would love to do because I want to travel and stuff like that. But like I'm not trying to be fucking Dave Chappelle. I want to be <laughs> as good as Dave Chappelle. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you produced this uh this show called Mike Check. What uh what what host and producer? What got you into doing that? And was that like your <clears throat> first taste of like a uh, producer? Yeah. Yeah, the first thing I ever produced was this. And I have two other co-producers and um, they're other comedians. And basically we're doing it just so we could get like the up and coming comics opportunities at like the bigger clubs and stuff like that. And it's a comedy competition. Um, And the winner gets cash and they get a, a spot at the Hollywood Improv. So... Basically, we kind of like throw them for a loop. We give them like three minutes, uh, tell them, give us just three minutes of their best material. 
and it's only 12 comedians, so it's not one of those big giant, you know, you don't, you don't have to, we're not making you pay to, to do a competition. Like, you're welcome to come, we're paying you to perform, and then if you get even more money, and you're going to spot at the Um, so like, uh, it's basically just a comedy competition. You do three minutes, I just regular stand up. Then we throw you in there and we have the crowd like yell at you and you got to do crowd work and try to see, just stand on your toes. And then the second, the third round, if you make it, cause they're all qualifying around. Okay. And, And it's like a, a audience vote, but there's also professional comedians helping with the vote as well. How, how did you come up with the concept of this show and how did you get like a secure spot for the improv? So <clears throat> I, I wish I could say that I came up with the concept, but I didn't. It was my co-producer and he's the one that has the show at the improv. And he's also just teaching me and my other co-producer how to produce shows and stuff like that. Like um, he gave me my very first opportunity Uh I started doing comedy a year ago in November. Um, November 7th will be my, my a full year for me for this year. And my first show I ever did was a real show. Like I didn't go do an open mic or anything like that. I wrote some jokes and I did a real show the first time I ever went. Um, this show was called uh, uh, The Nerve. And um, he really, he's, he, he really looks out for, especially black and Latino comedians. Like he looks out, he looks out for, he's from Louisiana. And, um, he's a good dude, man. Everybody look out for Jeremy Christian. Um, and yeah, he came up with the idea and I was the producer. And I was like, because I want to learn. And this is our so far, the first one is amazing. Second one is amazing. And tonight, we have a show with a lot of the comedians that won. From these open checks, they're going to be doing their the, uh, the Hollywood tonight. And I'm going to go produce that. Okay. Um, but comedy stand-up is my passion. Like, that's what I that's what I want. That's what I love. That's what I want to do. I'm just learning how to produce because in LA, if you produce a show, you get on more shows. You know what I mean? I don't like them out in the East, but out here, you know how to produce. And you put other comedians on your show, these comedians will try to put you on their show. And then if especially when you're doing a major that for your clubs what like good they'll actually produce yeah you know and that's kind of what i'm trying to get to so i could be practicing at a a major club and 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 hosting and producing just doing it all you know what i mean yeah and honestly there's more money in producing yeah now before you before you go on i think is your mic like on something or like up against something Why is, there, is, there a, is there a sound now you just keep going like i think you keep going in and out but i'm not sure i just want to make sure i'm a little sure. i'm a little sick my voice is going out maybe i'm oh, not yeah. talking no you're fine you're fine you're fine I put my, uh, 
Should I put my you, headphones in or something? You got headphones? Yeah, I think that might be better. I just want to make sure people hear what you got to say. Yeah, let me try to do that. Because when you start talking about money, making more money, I was like, hold on now. Wait a minute. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. I got you. That definitely makes sense. Hold up. Let me try to. Can you hear me now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's way better. Better? Yeah. All right, cool. Um, so how do you how do you uh how do you make more money with producing as the uh, telling jokes? Well, like producing shows, you get like when you do stand up like at a club, right? They're not gonna like at a club, they're not gonna pay you that much money. Like I don't know how much you get paid, but like my paid gigs would be like anywhere from 25 to, I mean, shit, I got paid $10 one time. Yeah, to gas do, money. Yeah. To do, you know what I mean? Gas money. Yeah. Um, the most I ever made was $100. And this was, it wasn't in LA. It was like in the middle of nowhere. Um, so like, when you produce shows, you get, you know, you get ticket sales. So the more people you get there to come to your show, the more people, the more money you're going to make. Then you get, uh, you know, a cut of the bar. So the more people that drink, the more money you make, especially the place that I, that, that we have, um, the place that we have right now, there's no two drink minimum. There's no, there's no, uh, there's free parking because it's just like street parking and it's not hard to find. So that that's all good. But like you go to other places, they, they want a two drink minimum and you most likely got to pay for parking, especially in LA. And like, if that's the case, like you get a cut of that two drink minimum because you're getting all those people there and stuff like that. And then you get a cut of those ticket sales. So you always like that's that's way more you're gonna make way more money doing that than just doing you know five to eight minutes ten minutes of stand-up no matter where you go unless you're one of these big name people that get paid right the same stuff like a cut of everything you know what i mean because like when you yeah. like dave Chappelle, when he did the hollywood bowl over here he get he got millions because like a whole bunch of people went and he was charging like fucking $150 a ticket. Yeah. You know, so. So how do you go, how do you go about, how do you go about selecting people for your shows? Cause I produce a couple shows and sometimes it's kind of like you want to get the big names, but then the big names don't always bring a crowd. So then you try to find somebody new and they can bring a crowd, but then they could also suck. So like, how do you, how do you go about selecting? So the comedy? best thing, I mean, you know, you know how comedy is. First of all, anybody can have a bad night, even the best comedian in the world. That's why that that's why I don't feel bad when I bomb, <laughs> because I've seen I've seen some of the best comedians in the world just eat it. You know what I mean? Some some people like you know, especially when they're trying out new stuff. Any comedian that knows something's gonna work, they're confident. They're gonna look. They're gonna they're gonna kill it. But if you don't know something's gonna work, it ain't gonna do good. But um, I go for people I've seen. You know what I mean? If I've seen this person, like I've seen them, I've I've done a show with them, 
or I've seen them at an open mic and I like their their ideas. I pick them to come up, come to come to the show and see what they can bring. You know what I mean? Bring to the table. Um so far I've I I've been picking the right people. Um but like I've gotten I've also gotten recommendations from from other comedians that I respect. Mm. You know what I mean? If a comedian says if a comedian that I respect says, Hey yo, this person's funny, try them out, let them get on your show, I'm gonna let them get on my show. You know what I mean? And if they suck, that's on them. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they still as long as they got the people there, they they're 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 doing their best, like because like it's a my my show is a competition. Yeah. I want a good show, but if you suck, that's on you. You're the one that's going to lose out because there's going to be somebody there that's better than you. You know what I mean? Um, and so far, every show we've had, all the comedians have done because they're, they're trying to get on the improv. Yeah. Most of them have never done the improv. It, shit, none of them, really. And it's like, so when they get on there, they're coming with their best material and they're hitting us with with everything they got. You know what I mean? The worst comic that we had, he was he he was only bad at the crowd work part. Mm. But like his written material was amazing. Yeah, but he was legit a deer in headlights when people started heckling him, and he was trying to ask fools questions. He he even looked over at us like, you don't ask us what to do. Shit, like you better, <laughs> you better get in there. Um. So how are we? Yeah. How how are we marketing this? Because like sometimes you just think like maybe if you got ten thousand followers on IG that all ten of them gonna show up. Like so, how do you market right. this show to get the word out? So it's a it, it's a it's a it's a couple of things. So you gotta you gotta do like you gotta push it on all your platforms for one, and you gotta push it like stories. You gotta push it, make a reel. You gotta make a post. So, and like reels are the best because you get to see how many people looked at that reel. You know what I mean? And I'm just learning all this stuff. Don't get like, I don't know everything. I'm still learning everything, especially the promotion part. But like, you got to make sure the comics that are going to be on the show, they promote it too. If they're not promoting, it's like, why am I even paying you? Like, I'm asking, I'm paying you something. So you not just so you can come up and, and win some money in a spot at the Hollywood Improv. I'm also paying you so you can promote this show too. Like I want you to help get get the word out. You know what I mean? And um, cause like the more people you get there, you know, the better the show's gonna be. And the, the way, the, like with any comic, like when you're trying, when you're doing your material on a, a real audience, and it's a, a full audience that's how you know your shit's funny or not you ain't gonna learn if you're really that funny if you're at an open mic talking yeah. to other comedians because most of them niggas ain't even gonna pay attention to you <laughs> yeah <laughs> you know um but yeah i mean it's a. Uh... so what's the steps that one would take to put a show together for those that are listening that haven't put a show together before like what are what are those that's steps? a good question so first you got to find a venue right some venues they'll let you do they'll, they'll they'll let you in for free if you get people to come out you know what i mean 
So you gotta find a venue, pay for pay for the venue or get it for free, whatever. Once you find a venue for the amount of time that you get to have it for, two hours, three hours, however long you, you need it, to however long your show's gonna be, you gotta get you gotta book comics. Once you book those comics, you gotta get people to come to the show. It's it's a like pretty much like a three step process. Venue so comic you, show. So are you like collecting phone numbers or emails to like get these people oh, to keep coming I mean, back? Keep coming back. Definitely. I mean, like that's that's part of what I'm still learning. You know what I mean? Like making an getting an email list, getting a, a getting people's phone numbers that like come to the show. Like because like you get all that stuff through Eventbrite anyway, right? I think. Yeah. So it's like. Um, that's, that's very crucial. Cause like, once you get somebody to come and they like the show, they're, 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 they're more likely to come again. If you ask them, you know, especially if they had a good time the last time. So, and even if they don't come to the, the very next show, they'll come to another one. You know what I mean? I've seen, I've seen a couple of people come back to the shows that we've done so far. And, um, yeah, email lists are very important. You know, getting people's information, email lists, cell phone numbers, whatever you could get to contact those people again to to get them to come out, you know. Or even you can even also tell like people like if you ask a friend or something to come, I always ask them like, "Hey, I, you don't have to come to every one of my shows. Just like promote it on your Instagram, promote it on your Facebook. Shoot, share, like and share my videos, you know what I mean?" it's a good it's a good way to promote yourself if you're a comedian and you have friends and they can't come to all your shows don't write them off as friends because they can't come to your show every day fucking be like hey if you don't if you can't come just promote my shit don't be scared to ask them because usually when you ask them they'll they'll do it especially if they're really your friend because they want you to succeed they just can't come to every one of your shows and spend money coming to all your shows like they don't have a life too yeah <laughs> i've seen fools get mad at their friends for for not coming. it's like bro it's not their responsibility to come you gotta bro i've walked down the street and asked random people to come to my shows before you know what i mean um i be i be getting on to on on tinder and fucking hinge and asking whatever I can I've had multiple females come to my show (laughs) that's not really even a joke it's real life man you gotta do what you gotta do to promote you really going on tinder and asking people to come to the show like all my pictures my profile is just me with a microphone in my hand (laughs) I love comedy what's the first message you send are you saying hey or are you saying hey just come to my show no, 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 no. You got to ease your way in. You got to, like, <laughs> you know what I mean? So what like happens? When... They, they usually bring it up themselves. Oh, you do comedy? And you're like, yeah. And then they'll, they'll hit you with the, the age old, when you're a comedian, they hit you with that. Oh, tell me a joke. And then what do we say? What do we say when, when they say that? Come to one of my shows. You'll see. <laughs> I'm funny. Boom. It's that easy. So you know what? what so what happens when you got like <laughs> four or five matches from Tinder show up at the same show? Like, what's oh, that interaction? Nah, like? see, 
<laughs> you got to be strategic now. Come on now. You just you just you just sit them at each corner of the room and just because like they're not gonna bother you anyways. They're not gonna be all over you because you're busy. You know what I mean? They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> this is about to get me in trouble, bro. <laughs> Uh, in trouble. So how did we uh Thinking like we saw your podcast? <laughs> <laughs> so how did we come up with the name Brandon Sandwich? Like, are you just known for eating a whole bunch of sandwiches or like what how nah, we come up I with put that name? shit together? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, to be honest with you, I just thought it was a memorable name and it would stand out. Uh, when I first, my very first, uh, show I did, uh, the host told me, if you're going to do stand up, you got to get social media. You have to, you know? And I was like, fuck, I don't want to though, you know? But they were like, you got to have something, you got to plug something. And I hadn't had no, no social media made. So I was like, all right, you guys, just follow me at Brandon Sandwich. And then I made the name. I just instantly, like, that that night, I made the, the social media. And it was like, I know there's nobody with that name yet. So, and I was right. There's fools that want to try to buy it now. So how do you, mar- how do you market this? Because it's actually not a bad, bad name to market when it comes to Brandon Sandwich. Honestly, I don't. I mean, like it, it markets itself, really. Like, no, I mean, like, uh, I mean, like with merchandise or something like that. Oh, sandwiches, man! Yeah, like, <laughs> I put like, like I have like a hat with a sandwich on it. Like, I have like a whole idea right now. I haven't got it done yet because I need a, a really good artist. But, um, I'm a part of the lesbian community, and I want to <laughs> to have like uh a sandwich with like crazy eyes holding two pairs of scissors making them scissor like this you know what i mean and then i want the uh i want it to say just have fun under it so (laughs) that's 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 my that's my logo idea i just need to so if there's anybody out there that can make that happen holla at your boy (laughs) you know brandon sandwich at instagram.com not that i'm a part of the lesbian community (laughs) (laughs) hey i'm a certified bro i've i've been i've been accepted into their ilk (laughs) i have a solid argument i don't even really want to say it on here but i will if i have to go ahead say it all right so look how you feel on the inside right and then what you see that's basically how you choose your preference. Am I wrong? How you feeling it? Yeah, yeah, no, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Right? So it's like, on the inside, I feel like I'm a lesbian. (laughs) And when I see other lesbians, I like them. You know what I mean? And if I can change, if I have to, I will too. If I have to change my pronouns to she, her, just to be a lesbian, I'll fucking do that. But I shouldn't have to do that if, because like if i could change my pronouns i should be able to just change my sexuality right so are you more butch like or are you more definitely i'm a stud look at me (laughs) you think bro 
I like them lipstick lesbians, right? <laughs> I'll even wear I'll even wear a strap on if you don't like my abnormally large clit. You know what I'm, I mean? Like, I'll do that for the girls. You know what I'm, I mean? I'm always curious to know. <laughs> I'm always curious to know like how many strap ons do lesbians actually have? And like, see, my mentor, my, my my I got I, my stand up comedy mentor. Her name is Ashley Mathaw. She she's the reason why I'm doing comedy right now. She's the reason why she she got me my first opportunity. She has a lot of them. She's a, <laughs> she's a positive male influence in my life. I love her. And she 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 taught me how to be a man, you know what I mean? And she she has a tub full of them. A tub full of them. <laughs> she, she she sent me pictures of like purple ones, like chocolate brown ones, you know what I mean? Like Yeah. <laughs> she's got a plethora. She even got a white dick. <laughs> just in case so yeah ashley mathaw y'all go y'all know y'all heard hear about her she's hilarious too she's a stud she taught me all the, how to be stud me you know <laughs> so how um how does your family feel about you like doing comedy do they already supportive of it or are they just, just oh, shocked they've always or? been they've always been supportive of it they were they um they wanted me to do this a long time ago. Uh, my family's always uh, wanted me to do like stand up comedy, like something in entertainment. You know what I mean? Like I've always wanted to be an entertainer. I used to think I wanted to be an actor, and I took theater classes, and fucking I got scholarships to schools. I I, I was a groundling for like a a class. <laughs> And um, I just realized I don't love that process. Like comedy, doing stand-up, I love this process, the whole process. I love writing. I love going up there and trying my shit out. I love bombing. Like, do you, like, when you do stand-up and you have a good set, do you have, like, you get, like, a buzz, right? Like, it's almost like a, a high. And, like, for me, like, Cause I'm so new to this and I'm still learning. Like I look at everything as like a learning experience and like, I'm still, I still buzz when I just do a show period. If I do bad or good. Cause like I look for things that I can, I can uh, improve on and, and make better. Um, uh, yeah, I just, I love every aspect of comedy, man. Um, the only thing I don't like is the social media and the networking thing. That's the thing that's like the least fun, but it's, it's necessary. It's a necessary, you know? Yeah, I would agree. That's the, that's the thing I like the least just because, uh, I mean, I was old enough well around when social media first started and it's just, it's a lot different and it's just kind of hard to try to like figure it out. How old are you? 31. Okay, so the, you 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 got to experience a little bit of the the MySpace era. Yeah. So you knew and, and you got to experience life before cell phones, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So it's a so, lot it's a lot different uh and that's the thing that I hate about it is like trying yeah. to like figure out all the different algorithms and stuff like that as opposed to just like, you know, post, like I remember when IG first like switch up the order of how you would see things. And that's when I left. I was like, I can't. <laughs> yeah. 
all that stuff like irks me. Like especially when they change stuff up and then you gotta get used to the new stuff. Yeah. And then and it seemed like everybody that's younger than us that like grew up with this shit, they're just like so good at it off the bat. Yeah. <laughs> and it makes you instantly feel old. Yeah, for real. And I'm like, God damn. I'm old, I'm 34, but damn, like I shit. <laughs> It instantly makes you feel old. So as far as like producing or like as far as like just doing comedy in general, what's like one stage that you desire to hit that you haven't hit yet? Uh, Like club wise or like stage in my career? It could be like club wise, club wise. Um, Main rooms. Like I've only done one major club's main room and that was Flappers and their main room was amazing. Um, the most, the most, uh, the most people I did a show for was uh, about a hundred people right now. I think it was like a hundred, 115. Um, but like, yeah, flappers, like after I experienced flappers main room, I want to do more main rooms at other clubs. Like I want to get the improvs main room and you know, the Holy grail, the comedy store, uh, out here. That's like the, the biggest club out here. And I'm trying to stay away from that until I could get a gig there. Like, I don't want to just go go up there and, like, you know, I want to be good enough to where somebody sees me and asks me to be on their show. You know what I mean? That's before I go there. You know what I mean? That's where I, that's what I've done with every other comedy club. And that's the one, like, the comedy store is the one that I haven't gotten to yet. Mm, um, okay. And I don't care how long it takes me. You know, like that, that doesn't really bother me as long as I'm still doing what I'm doing. Cause I have other, I have, I get opportunities, multiple opportunities a month. Like I get a, a, a at least one opportunity a week, you know what I mean? To, to, to do stand up. So that's, that, that's fine for me right now. Cause like I have other things that I'm doing. Like I have a day job, I have producing that I'm doing and I, I write every day which is the most important if you want to do stand-up. For anybody that's trying to get into stand-up, you have to fucking write. You have to. So do you write on your phone or you write like in a notebook? My phone. Yeah. Yeah, for sure my phone. Um, I need, I would like to, like, I would like to be like one of those people that just like, can just like sit down and just write shit out. You know what I mean? But like, I'm not like, I make sure I write something a day, but like some of my best materials just come from like fucking around with people and then like, oh shit, that's, yeah. that's fucking hilarious. And then I, then I write it in my phone. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Um, and it's like my creative process, the more I'm free to be myself, the, the easier it is for, for me to find a joke. You know what I mean? Um, the easier it is for me to, to, to find something really good too. Um, some of my funniest shit is just me joking around with somebody else to, and then an idea pops in my head, you know? Um, but yeah, I wish I could uh, be one of those people that could just like sit down at this certain time and write for a couple minutes and then boom, that's my process. But I'm not that disciplined. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I never, I've had a few uh, LA comics on, but I've never asked, like, is it easy to like, it's okay. Like a lot of people know, like LA is like the Mecca of, of comedy or whatever. So like when you guys mm. uh, want to like, say somebody like flies out to LA and like, Hey, this is where I'm going to live. This is where I'm going to start my dreams out. And they wanted to like get on shows, whether that be like just regular shows or open mics or whatever. How easy mm. is it to get on a show and do material when there's so many people out there that want to do the same thing that you know you do in my experience it's not that hard in my experience like you're coming up you're coming you're when you come out here and you start doing stand-up you're like a part of a new class of comics so as long as you network and you get to know these people and you make these 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 friendships with these people that you're coming up with you're gonna get you're gonna eventually get opportunities go to open mics you gotta go to open mics if you're first when you're first starting you gotta do bringers when you're first starting so if you're if you're new in town and you don't have any like friends go to open mics make friends with comics they're gonna support you it's a very it's a it's a very supportive like it's a very supportive like we're, we're, we support each other. You know what I mean? We look out for each other out here more than you would think. Um, so there's a, there's comics that are dicks. Don't get me wrong. Um, but if you get around the right type of people and you make friends with the right people, they're going to look out for you just a bit, but you just got to look out for them too. Like if they need somebody to come support, go support them. You know what I mean? If somebody needs you to come, come to one of their shows or whatever, you know, go to their show and then they'll they'll do the same in return. Yeah. And like as far as like getting on the shows, I just asked. I was just asking a lot. Start sending people like people like now that I'm producing, people ask me and then they'll send me clips. If I like their clips, boom, they're on my show. You know what I yeah. mean? If I think that what they send me is funny, they're on my show. So like if you're funny and you're really doing your best. It's not going to be that hard to get on the shows and and get your material to work on your material and get your 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 stuff out there. Yeah, yeah. Now I've never asked another. I'm asking you all the first questions. I've never asked another LA comedian this question, so you're gonna be the first one. Which okay. strain of weed is the best strain of weed? <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! You asked the right one. First of all. <laughs> I roll the best once in LA. Look at this shit. That looks like it's straight out the pack. You know <laughs> um, you just get any OG Kush. I'm smoking runts right now. This is fire. <laughs> but like, I like, I like, I like sativas too. But you gotta understand, everything's a hybrid. <laughs> that's just how. That's just how it is now. But. There's these um there's these places out here in LA. LA is like if you want weed, we got the best. And LA has all there's so many places you can go to get good ass weed. You go to a dispensary, they have their fucking percentages right there. And you get something high with some high percentage, no matter what it is, sativa, hybrid, indica, whatever you want to call it. You could smell it, you could squeeze it, whatever the fuck they do. I don't do none of that. I don't know what that shit means. 
Like, like you go, you gotta go to the dispensary and like somebody be like, "Hey, check this one out. This that OG Kush, fucking Skittles Medittles. Check <laughs> it out. Smell that. Mmm. Here, here, squeeze it. It's dance, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck any of that means. I'm like, look, don't do that to me. I just need to know if it's if it's good or not. Like, how high is the THC percentage? If that's just real high, you're gonna get real high. Yeah, just that simple. I, uh, I, you can find shit real high out here. Like I went high out, percentages. I went to. I came out to LA last year for the first time for uh, 420. Me, and my girl went out there for. Uh, oh shit. For uh, Coachella, and uh, we. Oh shit! I was born got, in. I was born in Indio. Oh, for real? Yeah. <laughs> I've been to Coachella multiple times. Okay. Yeah, that was our first time going and um That's we dope. was we got off the plane and we was trying to find some and we found like this hole in the wall like literally had like a cardboard in the in the door and just walked in that <laughs> but it was some of the best week because that was our first time going to a dispensary and then um was it in it LA? Like the, huh was it in la yeah that one was in la i don't know what part um but like they had like i had some uh OG Skywalker for the first time. I really like that. Because yeah, it don't get you, it, don't, it don't get you too high. You know, you can still like move throughout the day and stuff like that. I like OG Skywalker. Skywalker is Skywalker OG is fire. Okay, I gotta turn my damn car on. It's getting hot up in this bitch. And <laughs> and um, that was the first time too that we had a Khalifa Kush. But I hear it's fire. You said you never had it. Yeah, I still haven't had it, but I hear it's really good. Sorry, sorry if uh, if the sound is a little weird. I'll try to talk louder. Oh no, you're fine. You're fine. You're fine. You're good. It sounds good. You're good. Okay. Yeah, man, that was the first time I had it, man. I, I was, I was definitely tripping. Well, that's a, it's an indica. Like, indica is my favorite. But yeah, the Khalifa Kush is. Is a is, is is famous out here, but I haven't had it yet. You can come up with your own strand, call it sandwich OG OG sandwich. Bro, I'm working on it, man. I'm working on it. I'm actually trying to get. I'm I'm working on a getting a show at this because they have these things called seshes right here in LA, and it's like a weed farmers market. They sell they sell weed and then they sell shrooms and shit. Which I don't know if it's legal to do that, but hey, I ain't, I ain't gonna. <laughs> you, I ain't saying which one I was at. I'm just saying, uh, you walk. It's like it's just like if you walk into a farmer's market, you know what I mean? And they got like, excuse me, excuse me, bless you, thank you. Bless you. Um, <laughs> they uh, it's like they got these tables just full of. Weed. Bless you. Sorry. But yeah, the weed out here is amazing. It is. It is. I never, I, another question I want to ask is who is on your comedy Mount Rushmore? Oh, somebody just asked me this. All right. So, Richard Pryor. Dave Chappelle.
Garland. George Garland. Carlin, Garland. Yeah. I don't know. How to say. You know Carlin. what I'm talking about, right? Yeah, Carlin. Yeah, that guy. Um, Bobby Lee. Oh. Yes. Yes. Bobby Lee is one of my favorite comedians ever. And not just because of his comedy, because that shit is just. Because, like, my comedy is out there. Like, it's it's weird. But, like, I just love how this dude lives life, too. Like, I want to live. I want to be. Because it's. He seems. It seems effortless. <laughs> this motherfucker does. It seems like he just. Himself and that. That's, that's how he's funny. You know what I mean? And that's where. That's that's my whole goal. Um, And then. uh Bro, like I like all kinds of comedy. That's the thing. Like fucking Sam Tennyson. Uh, let me throw a female up in there. Cause females are funny too. <laughs> I think women are just as funny as men. Um, shit, Roseanne is fucking hilarious. Roseanne Barr is hilarious. Even though she said some stupid shit about some lady, some black lady looking like a planet of apes. I mean, she used to be funny. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know who else is funny? Whoopi Goldberg. Yeah, Whoopi is funny. Her, some of her specials were hilarious. Um, Monique, she just be mad at everybody right now because don't nobody give her enough respect. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. There's a lot. I just I like I really like a lot of different comedy comedy. Like, and don't get me wrong, there's a lot of trash comedians too. Um that like get specials. And I don't know how they did it, but I ain't gonna say their name because I might end up working with them one day. <laughs> <laughs> what I was I was gonna ask, was you gonna say one of their names? Uh <laughs> yeah, no, 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 no. What's uh what's one comic that you like would love to open up for? Like dream like to open for? Yeah. Dave Chappelle, bro. Dave Chappelle would have to be like he's he's like the Jay-Z of comedy best rapper alive dead or like you know what i mean like he's he's a, he, he's like the best comedian alive he's like a a walking legend you know what i mean but if he if, if he's dead it'd be richard pryor <laughs> you know what i mean like who wouldn't want to open up for richard pryor in his prime yeah shit would be amazing um like he is like they that's who dave Chappelle is he's our richard pryor you know what i mean yeah um but there's other like I would I would love to open up for a gang of different comedians, like uh, like to be honest with you, like I can't I don't really have like one particular, one hundred percent favorite comedian because like I just I'm such a fan of comedy in general. Um, a lot of shit makes me laugh, bro. Yeah. Like, me and my brother, we used to. Remember when Netflix was like not as popping. And they would have like those like B movies on there, yeah. And like horrible like fucking like low budget films and stuff like that. I used to love 
watching like low budget films with my brother, and that shit would make us fucking laugh because how bad they were. <laughs> you know, like there's this movie called Transmorphers. Look it up, bro. <laughs> Shit's amazing. I don't know how they made so many of them. It's it's yeah. humors, but low budget. That's all it is. My favorite one. My favorite ones growing up was uh, Leprechaun in the Hood. You ever seen that one? Hell yeah, I see Leprechaun. <laughs> that's just, that's just, that shit is a hood classic, bro. What you mean? They's biggest <laughs> off the Leprechaun movies too. So the first one, you know, the the first one actually was like, I guess not. I don't know if it was low budget or not, but it was actually like a big movie with like Sandra Bullock in it and everything. Yeah, and then, and yeah, then it just like went downhill. Yeah. yeah, I mean, I hate to like go back to this, but I did want to ask. So, what's the difference between like preparing? Because like we have a, a comedy club out here, but we only have one, and they don't kind of they don't do this what you guys do out there, where you guys like have a showcase where you have like three minutes or whatever, and then whoever wins or whatever gets to go, you know, five. No, or 10 you, minutes. you should start that. Yeah, you should well, start my, that. You could do that. Yeah, that is a good point. That is a good point. My question would be, how do people prepare for three minutes? And what I want the reason why I asked that is because you know, over mic, you usually got five to seven to ten minutes, and then like at a show, you might have 10, 20, or five, whatever. But at these competitions where it's important, where you could get on a big stage and get your name out there and get seen, you only got like three mm-hmm. minutes. And sometimes one of the things yeah. that I hear is like. Well, I can't do less than 20. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah. how do you prepare for something that's so short, but that could be so meaningful to your career? This is why it's so important to record all of your sets. Record all of your sets, whether you're doing a real show, an open mic, or any of that. Record it so you could get the times down of your jokes. You can write. I have three-minute jokes. I have a full, like, uh, one joke that's just three minutes long. That's good enough. You know what I mean? Some people do, like, a whole bunch of one-liners within three minutes. But if you time it, if you, if you start looking at if you practice, when you, if you're recording everything, or you're, when you're practicing and everything, you time that with whatever, your one-liners, your, your one-to-two jokes, see, see how many words it takes to make it that many minutes. And then you start to get a feel of like when you get that light, you know you have one minute. So you can start saying what you need to say to get to one minute. Yeah. Get off sooner, whatever. Better to get off sooner than later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. In my experience, um, they rather you get get off than run the light from what yeah. I've seen I've know. Um Okay. Yeah, no, I, I agree. Because um, like I said, we just don't have that out, out here yet. But uh, what would be we about to wrap this up. What would be one thing, like one motivation, words motivation or piece of advice that you would give somebody who's either doing comedy or want to start off doing comedy or just like some some nuggets that you have for other comedians out there? Um. The most important thing is believing yourself more than you believe in other people, like what, what other people say about you. Like, don't give a fuck what other people say. 
take advice. Don't get me wrong, but you have to you have to trust in yourself too. You have to believe in yourself, or you're never gonna go anywhere. One hundred percent. Like you'll you'll be stagnated for the rest of your life if you don't believe in yourself. Um, and as long as you're doing as long as you're doing what you're supposed to be doing as far as like learning, practicing, you're gonna get better. It's just inevitable. Practice makes progress. Never makes progress. Um, that's like the best advice I could really get. Stand up. As much as you can, and then practice all that stuff. That's all you can really do. And the more, the more, the more you practice, the better you gonna get. That's that's been my experience, at least. Just gotta believe in yourself and be yourself, because that's 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 part of common too. Is like you got, we all could talk about the same exact thing, but it's all from our perspective, and nobody has our perspective but us. Uh, True, true. Brandon, last thing, man. Why should people tell people why they should listen to comedians in bed? Oh, you should listen to comedians in bed because it's just dope. <laughs> this dude's over here asking good ass questions. Um, it's a dope ass idea too. I wish I was really in bed though. You know, I just got out of bed <laughs> and uh, got me. I'm I'm not feeling very well. So I got me some medicine ball, but it's a great way to find find new talent and get to know these up and coming comedians too. You know what I mean? Uh, I appreciate you having me on, man. For real, uh, for real, for real. This is actually my first podcast. <laughs> oh man, I'm 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 happy about that, man. I'm glad that you that you say yeah, man. We we appreciate you over here at Comedians in Bed, man, for sure. This is my host and the producer of Mike Check, Brandon. Please uh, tell people where they can find you at, man. Oh, you can find me at Brandon Sandwich on um, Instagram, TikTok. I have a Twitter. It's Brandon Sandwich two m's uh but i'm never on that bitch (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um and yeah if you're ever in la look for me come to one come to my mic check it's a great show it's it's fun as fuck and i'm always promoting that shit on my instagram and there'll be links for you to buy tickets on my instagram so check me out and i appreciate you ty for real Hey, man, I appreciate you. You guys check out Brandon Sandwich, um, where his social media that he just told you guys, especially IG. This guy's out here doing his thing, man. He's only one year in. He's producing shows. He's making his own pathway. Once again, comedians in bed. Please give it up for my guest, Brandon Sandwich, everybody. Yeah, yeah, yeah.